You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Congresswoman Maxine Waters has been in the news recently after Fox News host Bill O'Reilly commented on her hair during a speech she made from the House floor. She spoke last week in Detroit at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History. Before the event, she told WDET's Sasha Ryan she believes the personal criticism came as a result of her professional work. I am focused on the issues, and as I have discussed uh, basically what is going on with what I believe to be collusion, uh, between uh, the Trump campaign and, uh, of course, um, Russia. Uh, I'm talking about patriotism, which bothers some people uh, when I challenge their patriotism. And I talk about those of us who are fighting for the democracy. Some people don't like it. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like uh, the fact that an African-American woman uh, is talking about foreign affairs and foreign relations and showing the kind of leadership that will challenge uh, some of what has taken place uh, with this president, what took place in the campaign, and what it means for America. So I'm focusing on those issues, uh, talking about Russia, talking about Trump, uh, talking about his allies, and talking about the hacking that they did uh, in the Democratic National Committee. Well, so I guess my question, though, is how someone like you, who is talking about issues, does have a background, has a position of authority, can be leading a discussion about international issues, national issues, and there could be an attempt to derail that discussion by focusing on identity politics. And I know that one of the results of that incident is that women from all over the country, African-American women and other women of color and all women are coming forward and talking about their experiences of being or attempts to derail their contributions in other arenas. Can you tell me about the discussion you're hearing from women around the country? Well, the most important thing that I did uh, when I have been uh, talking on MSNBC uh, was to say to African-American women, don't be intimidated by anybody. Uh, You know, do what you do. Uh, Don't uh, have fear. Uh, Don't um, basically allow yourself uh, to be undermine in ways that will stop you from being who you are. And women are saying that all over. Uh, Women are telling their stories. They're telling about what they're attempting to do. Uh, They're talking about how oftentimes they are, their attempts to demean them. And so it has created a lot of discussion. And the most important thing is don't let anybody define you uh, in ways that suit them. You define yourself and you uh, stay, you know, on the issues and in the areas that are important to you. And that's what I think people have to understand. Folks will try and get you off of your game. And you have to be strong enough to stay on your game, say what you say, do what you do, and mean what you say. It's interesting to me that the Democratic Party has been uh, one of the discussions within the Democratic Party since the presidential election in the fall is whether to can is whether to focus on identity politics there's been some argument that the focus or 
a focus on gender issues and issues of sexuality and so on were what lost the election. It seems that now that we have the Trump administration in place, that is a little more complicated. Can you talk about the discussion in the party? Let me just say this. Campaigns are organized in ways that uh, they put together their platform uh, and their agenda based on everything from experience of the candidate to polling uh, to those who support them and talk to them about what their concerns are. And so it varies. uh, But I think that most uh, campaigns, Democratic campaigns, focus on on um, the middle class and focus on poverty and talk about uh, how the budget of the United States can deal with not only the least of these, but uh, deal with investing in human potential and uh, education and health care, such as Obamacare, et cetera, et cetera. Usually, I mean, that's what the Democratic Party is all about. The Republican Party is about reducing government. It's about, uh, you know, not spending money in areas where they say people don't deserve it. It is about uh, basically uh, supporting Wall Street and people such as the millionaires and billionaires that are in the Trump uh, uh, office now. Uh, And so generally, that's kind of what it's all about. And for those different ethnic groups, et cetera, that get involved in the program, they educate or attempt to educate the program, the uh, campaign, rather, about their issues and their concerns and see what kind of responses they get. And those responses help drive participation in the campaign when people believe that you care about their issues. And so campaigns are generally... Uh, campaigns that are organized in similar fashions, uh, and sometimes there are some special kind of things that may emerge in the campaign, such as in Hillary's campaign when emails became a big issue, etc. But this campaign, last campaign that we had this past November, was a crazy campaign uh, because of Trump uh, attacking everybody, even his own colleagues on the Republican side, calling people names, making fun of disabled people, talking about grabbing women by their private parts. This is unusual. It's not normal. We hadn't seen anything quite like that before. And he continues that in office today. So with the issues that the Democratic Party is responding to in opposition to the Trump administration, the issues of immigration, um, the issues of environmental um, issues and, and other things, do you see the Democratic Party as reasserting its alignment with um, communities of color? Well, let me just say this. I'm a Democrat. I'm a strong Democrat. African-Americans are predominantly Democrat because even uh, when we have our problems uh, and we are focusing on uh, uh, certain issues, the Democratic Party is the best party for us. Yes, they have as part of their agenda dealing with uh, ethnic groups. Yes, they're opposed to this president building a wall and claiming all immigrants are rapists and murderers. Yes, uh, they believe in uh support programs and subsidies such as we have in uh, the Obamacare. Yes, they believe in, um, you know, programs for seniors in poverty uh, and dealing with the environment and dealing with the future, new technology and all of that. 
So it's a great difference between the two parties. And uh, even for those times that you have to do a little fighting inside your own party, there's no doubt uh, that the Democratic Party is better for African-Americans, people of color. Well, you've certainly, you've been in the trenches for a very long time. You've been in the House since 1990 and uh, in public service for um, almost four decades. But I wonder how these discussions, does this feel like a cyclical time? Is this something really unique about what's happening here and about how Democrats or uh, people who are uh, find themselves on a grassroots level, even opposed to the Trump administration, need to respond to what's happening? Well, you know, uh, you have to talk about what you mean by response. Uh, we just fought back an attempt to repeal uh, the ACA, which is commonly known as Obamacare. That is comprehensive health care for all Americans that was developed by Democrats so that we could deal with Uh, you know, pre-existing conditions being covered by insurance companies that were not covered before. African-Americans have unfortunately been in the lead for all of the diseases that kill folks. Uh, uh, We die from preventable diseases, whether you're talking about HIV or cancer, uh, high blood pressure, heart problems, etc. And so not only did we create it, Uh, with uh, Republicans being opposed to it. We've just fought them back on it where they had to pull it off the floor and could not continue with their attempts to uh, repeal it. So, I mean, uh, you know, you've got issues that are going to come up. He's talking about um, everything from infrastructure uh, to reforming the tax system, and we fight those battles, and we are we are organized to do it. We are in solidarity with, you know, the, the, the mission of uh, the Democratic Party, and uh, we do that every day. That was WDET's Sasha Ryan talking with Congresswoman Maxine Waters about her opposition to Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, and the backlash she has experienced as a result. Again, want to thank everybody for helping us out with the spring fundraiser, investing in the independent journalism and the deep conversations that you hear on WDET. Also want to invite everybody out on Friday, opening day here in Detroit, the annual holiday, local holiday. We are going to be at the Majestic Cafe from 9 a.m. to uh, noon that day. You can come out and join us to talk about opening day. Here are some good songs. If you have a walk-up song that you would use for your Yourself, send it to us at WDET.org. WDET is produced by Laura Weber Davis and Jake Neer. The program director is Joan Isabella. Technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Associate producers are Addie Wallace, Aaron Allen, and Gus Navarro. Detroit Today's theme song was composed by WDET's Sam Bobian. This 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station. We'll see you tomorrow.